Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. I'm Marlene Bunning in for Alex Pearson, and we are back to talking about the issues of the day on our counterpoint panel i would like to welcome in the studio is mike van solem principal at navigator and strategy and communications there mike nice to see you great to be here all right and stephen ledrew is joining us via technology he's a toronto-based lawyer of course and broadcaster and used to be the president of the liberal party of canada stephen ledrew how are you good evening arlene i'm very well nice to be with you all right great to have you i will start with you mike here there all of us are watching what is going to happen at this conservative convention and it would be interesting anyway but now we have Maxime Bernier throwing a bomb into it. How, how much of a problem do you think it is for the conservatives? Ultimately, I don't think it will be a big problem. And I believe Andrew Scheer has the type of leadership skills that are required to move this party forward. No doubt coming out of a conservative convention like this, because it always happens. There'll be a few crazy proposals that come forward to the floor, uh, maybe even get voted on. Um, and those those have uh, some importance, and members play an important role in the, the democratically developing the policies of the party. But I think what we're going to see coming out of this, and what's really most important, is what's the portfolio and the platform that Andrew Scheer puts together. I think he's been very clear that Maxime Bernier's uh, divisive rhetoric has no place in this party. That's not what the Conservative Party is about. We understand that this uh, great nation was founded on immigration, which was so critical to uh, to where we are today, and it will be critical to the country uh, moving forward. So um, I think uh, Mr. Bernier should become the independent uh, MP for both, yeah. um, and oh. uh, and the party moves on. Oh, oh. wow! What do you say, well, Stephen? It might not be what liberals want to hear there. Well, no, no, no. But Arlene, I think that uh, first of all, liberals are very vulnerable after the prime minister's mm-hmm. show this week and last week. Um, calling this woman, he said, you know, he's a racist, and reporters later on were putting his feet to the fire and saying, well, what did she say that was racist? And he couldn't say anything, because in the last election, the prime minister was very weak in response. All the reporters following let him go. Now they're being a bit tougher on it, and uh, he is not going to be up to that challenge. As far as the conservative convention this week, and I think the Tories are going to come out very, very well. I think that it does require, I agree with Mike, it does require a very deft hand on behalf of Scheer to deal with uh, Maxime Bernier. I would not kick him out of caucus. I think he put a very fair issue out there on the, in the public debate. I think we should be able to debate this without people saying, well, you're a racist or you're a bigot or whatever it is. Let's have a debate about this within boundaries. The other thing that Tories are going to have coming out this weekend is that they're going to come out and show the country that they have, I think it's more than double the fundraising of, uh, for the last year of the Liberals. I mean, they are getting money in hand over fist, and they are going to be ready to run an election. The Liberals can't raise a penny. So, I mean, I think they're going to come out right. extraordinarily well. All right. I, I want to throw that at you, Mike. You know, mm-hmm. Stephen's saying there's a vulnerability here, that we should be able to have a conversation without being called racist. Is there... Now, this is very tough, nope. because some of the liberals are very happy for this conversation to well, be coming it, up here. And we know, you know, conservatives have to be very careful here because if they go over a line, it's one thing to have a conversation. It's the other thing. If those who would vote for them say, uh-oh, 
Yeah, know? well, for sure. And and we saw the uh, liberal playbook in the performance of the prime minister this mm-hmm. week. And uh, that's what makes this conversation so difficult to have. I agree with uh, Stephen that this these are important conversations. And for the, uh, you know, we particularly see it from... Uh, from uh, the prime minister, this uh, this virtue signaling that they they fall into. Uh, well, he says we need to get rid of divisive politics. He's actually divisive in his language. He's when, creating it. When, yeah. when 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 you. Anybody disagrees with any part of the policy, then, you know, you're either with us or you're against us. Either you believe in our version of tolerance and what this society looks like, or you have no place. You're possibly a racist. You're 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 certainly a knuckle dragger mm-hmm. and, and you don't belong. You don't belong on the stage. Um, no, and that no. Co- those comments are a stain on people. So they're they're being very careful about it. However, I think tone is important. I think right. there's a way to have it. And it's not by buying in to those comments that create this kind of right. thing it's the way you go into it and i th- i think i think mr shear has a capacity to uh, bring these issues forwards and discuss them reasonably in a way that canadians will appreciate i think maxime uh, is out uh, you know i'm i'm hard i'm being tough on him in part because i don't think he recognizes he lost the leadership and he needs to be a bit more of a team player uh, in this. Um, so this is uh, uh, this is why I'm I'm tough on Maxine. I just want him to get behind the leader and the team and let's get to work. Um, but uh, uh, the, these are the reasons I call it out. But it's really the Liberal Party mm-hmm. and the way they talk about this issue that is more divisive than anyone else. Okay, Stephen Ledoux, let me ask you: Where are the Liberals vulnerable here? Again, I mean, this is the same kind of thing. Uh, Justin Trudeau can't go too far, and do the Liberals get? That there is a different landscape out there. There are economic problems and that we're not there before. Are they hoping diversity takes away from some of these troublesome files? Well, they're hoping that. I I think it's a hope in vain. I think that uh, you're right, Arlene. The landscape has changed. Um, The Liberals are meeting in Nanaimo uh, right now as we speak to uh, discuss their last year in power. Hopeful that they're going to have another year in power. But, I mean, they're talking about... You know, I mean, they're talking about this issue of uh, immigration. They're talking about gender equality. They're talking about all these baloney issues when in the face of the incredible government overspending, the incredible incompetence on the, on the pipeline file, the incredible incompetence on creating jobs, those are the things that people care about first. And the liberals have not dealt with that. I think they're also vulnerable on Mr. Trudeau. I think we saw Mm -hmm. it this week. He's going to try, I agree with Mike on this, he's going to try to make, and the Liberals are going to try to make the agenda going into the next election, uh, the issue of of, uh, immigration and and, multiculturalism and what kind of Canada we want. And I agree with you, Arlene, that you have to be very, it's tone. The Tories are going to have to adopt the right tone on this thing. But if they do and they have um, an articulate, good position on it, um, they're going to come out on top because I think people are going to tire of Trudeau calling in the witches, saying, ah, they're a bunch of bigots. And you look at the examine, you examine the, the, the discourse uh, this past uh, weekend when he was in Quebec. That woman didn't say anything racist. I don't think I agree with her on many things, but she wasn't a racist. And the oh, well, we don't know that. There were some dubious things in her past, Stephen. So, but, but, but he didn't know about it at the first that, place. That's the point. What yeah. she said, 
you read the transcript mm-hmm. of what she said. Yeah, it was his reaction. We didn't know the right. background at the time. And he made a choice to respond like that. Do you think he knew her background? No, that's it. That's and, right. And Mike, that choice, and we know, you know, everybody has a temper, but that, the Prime oh. Minister has a little bit of a temper here. He has it, a huge one. Well, he, he does, and but I think I actually think he saw an opportunity uh, to kind of jump, and because yeah. he wanted to frame this issue. Yeah. He, got, he got lucky that she was as odious uh, <laughs> as, she, as she turned out to be, uh, but I think it was uh, politically opportunistic. Uh, he really wants to frame this discussion about you're either for the current vision of, uh, of how we manage our borders, how we run immigration, how we deal with humanitarian uh, issues around refugees. Um, you either agree with all that, or you know you're racist. Uh, and and they're yeah. they're trying to frame it that way, and, and that's tough to say. Uh, but that's that, not Mike. that's not the healthy way to have a, a really important discussion they will about lose these on issues. That, Mike, because no one agrees with the way the government is treating those people who are coming across the border, walking across into Quebec. I, I think first of all, it's a mistake the government's allowing to happen. But secondly, they deserve better of Canada. They deserve to be processed. They deserve a decision as to where they're going to stay here or not within a matter of weeks, if not months, as opposed to years. Right. And, and, and we're treating them poorly. And, and Canadians have weighed in. There's some new polls on that. Are there not, um, yes, Mike? There are. Right. Yeah. Right. Angus, yeah. Angus Reid came out with something that really shows that uh, for the first time we see that over 50% of Canadians are concerned with sort mm-hmm. of the immigration concerned, levels. Concerned, though, is yeah, a con- weird con- word for well, you. <laughs> but they weren't before liberals started to play yeah. it as their trump card. Right. So to speak. Right. Oh, yeah. We'll I mean, get there. That, ru- that, that works for, that works for Tonight, attention. that's pretty hot. Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. For Alex Pearson, I'm Marlene Bunn. And now, you know, we were just talking about the vulnerabilities of the conservatives and. When you say diversity, it, it, it really does create a, a problem, and they have to be very careful. But for the liberals, when I say India, it is also a problem. Stephen, what do you say? Can they ever get beyond this? Uh, probably not, and I think it's a brilliant move for Sheer to be going to India. It reminds me of um, 1984. It shows how old I am. Um, and I didn't just read it in the history books, but in 1984, and Trudeau, 1983 actually, late 1983, Trudeau was on his way out. That's Trudeau one, of course. The relations with the United States were terrible. Trudeau mocked Reagan, and uh, they were just awful relations. Brian Mulroney went as leader of the opposition, went down to Washington, and he wowed them all. And Canadians saw that, and they said, "Well, here's somebody." who can be on the world stage. I think Shear is trying to repeat that. If he can pull it off, God bless him. All right, let me ask you something, Stephen, though. You know, we introduced you, used to be head of the Liberal Party, president of the Liberal Party. I got to tell you, have you defected? Have you flipped? Have you done a deal like... No, but I don't agree with uh, with the government. I think Mr. Trudeau has uh, destroyed the Liberal Party. It's not Liberal Party as it was before. It's the Trudeau personal party, and uh, that's one of the big flaws of it. I think that... um, the Liberal Party probably will be rebuilt again, but by other people. But it's, uh, 
I think uh, I think Mr. Trudeau is um, fair. way beyond it. Fair, absolutely fair. India, you know, yeah. it's going to be used by the Conservatives if the Liberals are going to try to say the word racism and start to see their plan, you know, the fact that Andrew Scheer is heading off to India to repair. It's a pretty good move. It's a little bold, but it's a pretty good move, sure. as Stephen mm-hmm. Ledrew said. Yeah. And, and, beca- and because Mr. Ledrew has been so fair uh, about, about, uh, about the Liberal Party, you know, I'm going to try to be fair as well uh, about the Conservative Party and say that Andrew's got to be careful with this. I think it's a good move. But, you know, when you take when you take a really a domestic political fight to other markets, I'm always I'm always nervous of uh, when opposition people go to Washington and uh, and potentially, you know, be right sort of the country. So he's got to be really careful in how he does it. But uh, but I think if Andrew Scheer can uh, just be steady over the coming year, uh, if he can show Canadians that he's a fair and reasonable leader, uh, that he is mature, uh, smart enough, that he will go to different uh, outposts around the around the Western world and and beyond, and be able to um, sort of. Uh, demonstrate that he has sort of the leadership and comportment that people would expect of of a leader. I think he'll do very well. And I think uh, Canadians will recognize that, hey, this is, uh, we don't uh, buy in to all the sunny ways offered by uh, the Prime Minister. Uh, We want just some mature, steady leadership. And uh, I think it will be a great study in contrast. What do you say, Stephen, I I just want to ask you, what do you think? Are the Liberals fearful of this? I mean, to have those pictures replaced with Andrew Scheer has to be a a bit of a worry for them. Well, they don't want those... They want those um, uh, pictures replaced. There's no question about it. Every time it comes up in the press somewhere, uh, I'm sure they shudder. Um, I think that um, I think they're also worried about uh, the NDP and uh, and India and Jagmeet, and uh, because the Tories aren't going to take some of those seats. It's the NDP mm-hmm. who take those seats in the GTA and in Vancouver, and Jagmeet could very well do that, which is going to be terribly damaging to the Liberals. So. Uh, I mean, I think yes. I mean, they they are worried. I think they should be worried, and um, I think it's going to be a fascinating play. We're going to see coming into we have a you know, was it uh, 14 months now mm-hmm. for the election, so for the next 14 months we're going to see the Liberals and Trudeau pull the racism card. We're going to see the the Tories pull and and following Mike's very good advice to be to be uh, to be sage, to be you know, calm, to be reasonable. And not to be, uh, you know, pulling things down from the sky. And uh, it's going to be a fascinating, uh, you know, display of the political arts. There we have it. I'm going to turn. Uh, you brought it up, Stephen. You said the word Trump. And I know I was just saying to our, our listeners that everybody I know who covers politics is sending me messages and people are kind of um, tethered to Twitter and the media. I'll start with you, Mike Van Solen. What do you make of what's happened? It is um, a very big night politically in the United States. Paul Manafort, the former campaign manager, eight out of 10 charges. Some of those definitely have jail time. He's as he's weighing his options, we pe- mm-hmm. played a clip, and then we have Michael Cohen, who was very close, who says he made these payments at the direction of a candidate for the president of the United States. Uh, look, this is unprecedented. This is uh, this is Watergate type stuff. Uh, I have to say, it with, a, with there was a huge caveat coming, but look, I I think Donald Trump has proven to be the person I, I've always felt he was. Uh, you know, he's a mendacious, a duplicitous. Uh, a scoundrel. He's cheated on uh, multiple wives. I, I've never understood his uh, political philosophy in its entirety. I can look as a as a small c conservative at a, a lot of the things that the uh, Republican administration.
administration has done in the United States and like it. I think the tax cuts were great. I think they've actually had some wins on uh, on foreign affairs. Uh, but the man himself is unbefitting of that office. Um, the big caveat coming is I don't know if this anything will come of this. Uh, I think Mr. Cohen could well uh, sit in jail for many years, as will Mr. Manafort. Um, but it's we're in such a strange time. It's hard for me to know what's coming around the corner and what might be next for Mr. Trump. All right, Stephen, it's true what Michael said. On the other hand, the law is the law, even if we're having a fight on truth these days. um, Many people connected with this have said once these charges and once there are people found guilty, it kind of changes things. Well, it does change things, but uh, it changes things, and there's a lot of things that are staying the same. Arlene, everybody knows that uh, what Mike described as the president is true. Everybody knows that he's a scuzzbag before these... Uh, two men were found guilty. So there's no, there's no new evidence. There's no new um, possibilities uh, that came out today, but for the fact that... No, yes, no, no, wait a minute, because, stuff. no, Michael Cohen made a plea today and said yeah. he withheld information at the direction of a candidate for a federal office. We now know he meant Trump. That, 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 is, unfold, a, that yes. is a campaign. But that has to unfold. So today... Yeah, But no, he was the first now. connection there, though. Yes. That's okay. what I'm saying. I, I agree with you. So there's the all information that we thought about the president has been confirmed. Um, and so now it's the start. It could be the start of the unraveling, although the Americans seem to like it. I think they seem to like it, many of them, because Trump is, in many respects, doing something that is important. I said he was going to win the nomination. I said he's going to win the election because he is doing something that the United States needs. He's giving the United States government an enema. And so that's important. So the fact that he is... An enema. And what, how, is, how is the United States in a, in a better place here? And what kind of an enema? Is it to get rid of corruption? Because we're doing nothing but talking about corruption here. Well, he is, um, he is draining the bureaucratic swamp. And some people would say he's replacing it with a, bunch of a bigger swamp. swamp. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's his, really, that's his personal, and as you well point out, Arlene, when he said, pay these two women off because I'm running for office, that runs into the election campaign. Uh, but we all know that the guy's a scoundrel. And we've had but that's things. illegal, so well, it doesn't right. matter what we know. He said he didn't do it, and he and now we're starting to see the onion peeled back. Let me just go. It's a big to, onion and a lot of peels. On <laughs> you got peels. it. Absolutely, Mike. It is. Uh, it, it's an incredible time. I mean, we're watching this. This word Trump comes up here in Canada as well, and boy, you know, he, he watching him on TV as he gave the rally. He did just looking at him like a reporter. He looked a bit rattled there. Yeah. Look, I, I, I can only imagine the stress uh, that he, he must be under right now. Uh, I don't know how he shows up, really. Yeah, like, uh, it's an incredible display. Um, and and Stephen's right. I mean, this sort of confirms what we knew. The stories about Stormy Daniels and uh, and the play-by woman, uh, uh, McDougal, have been around for, for a long time. And, and we just, we know it to be true and, and what we what we were suspicious of. Uh, but this gets into campaign financing. Uh, this gets into really treacherous areas. Uh, but there's some weird features of the U.S. Uh, law that, you know, that says, you know, presidents can't be, can't be indicted uh, for for certain criminal crimes, but they can be indicted co-conspirators. Right now, he's a uh, you know he's being that's where Cohen is leading. Now, you know 
And also, it's not a settled science whether or not right. they can be indicted. And, and, so we got a lot of historic things here up for and, and I'm not trying to give them a pass on it, but and, and I feel like I'm taking Trump's bait on this. But I will say the original stuff was about obstruction and collusion. And, and other crimes. And, and, and but, other crimes. And we still haven't really got that. I, I still see many of the mistakes, even these mistakes, to be the mistakes of amateurism. Somebody who got into politics who didn't know a lick about it, and and he behaved the same way he probably believed behaved in his business life, which mm-hmm. was just pay and make this go away. It's not serious enough to knock him out of office. It could lead to other things, as you put, Arlene, that could not Yeah, but let's face office. it, just what we're all looking at, we're not looking at, you know, Michael Cohen's tax problems and fraud here. When we're looking at Michael Cohen was his fixer. Michael yeah. Cohen, that raid rattled Donald Trump, and Michael Cohen, over a week ago, said he was in a room where the president was told about the meeting with the Russians. Yeah. And Michael Cohen, doing this plea did not get it without giving up information, and they wanted things that were relevant. Marlene, you said it best. It's a big onion. This is the first this is it the is. skin, and there's a lot more to go. So uh, is he going to, unless, un, unless Mueller comes down with something more on you know, laundering Russian money or something like that, something huge. Well, there's bigger. another trial for Manafort, which is a little closer to the bone coming up in D.C. Absolutely. So oh. it's, a, it's a very... Let's put it this way, in terms that Trump would understand and Stormy would understand, it's a very slow striptease. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Stephen LeDrew. Always a pleasure, Arlene. All right, nice to talk to you again. Stephen is a Toronto-based lawyer and broadcaster, and you used to be president of the Liberal Party of Canada. Party. Believe it or not, <laughs> believe it or not, despite how, how he talks here, but he's an honest... Uh, I like it when people are honest about their own party. Mike Van Solen, principal at Navigator, strategy and communications. Mike, thank you. It's lovely to have you. Thanks, Early. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.